LV55 Media LLC presents Private Investigations Read Aloud, a chronological scene-by-scene read-through of the Private Investigations Book 1 and Book 2 novel for the viewing community. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. (sighs) Okay, Marjorie, I'll follow Herbert for a month, he firmly says. And if I find out there's nothing going on between Herbert and this young woman, then I'm turning this case over to someone else to follow up on. Calmness immediately falls over the office atmosphere. I'll agree to that, she responds, before quickly changing the subject while smirking. How's your family, Sam? How's Christine and Megan doing? They're doing fine. Christine has a birthday this Saturday, and Megan is a junior out at state, he answers. I'll bet Christine still has her hands full with Megan, huh? She quips, causing Sam to chuckle. You're telling me. Megan even drives me crazy sometimes, he remarks, causing both of them to chuckle. Sam, feeling more relaxed, places one leg over the other. Is she still like Chatty Cathy sometimes? All the time. Does she still run with Jennifer and Samantha? Oh, yes. I don't think anything can separate those three, he states. Oh, and now they've added a fourth girlfriend to the mix. What's her name? Have I met her? Marjorie eagerly inquires. I don't think so. Her name is Nicole, Nicole Sanchez. Megan and the girls met her on campus about three years ago. Marjorie smirks. Is this Nicole girl real smart, outgoing? Sam begins nodding his head. A natural leader? Chatty Cathy syndrome? Sam continues nodding, answering Marjorie's questions. Did the girls give her a nickname yet? Yeah. Nikki, he says, while smiling. Uh Uh-oh. Then she's a lifer, Marjorie quips, causing both she and Sam to chuckle again. Marjorie then leans over, places her purse in her lap, opens it, pulls out a business card and hands it towards Sam. Sam, give Nicole my business card and have her give me a call, please. Better yet, can you give me her number? I'll call her myself. Sam, confused, briefly frowns. Yeah, why, he asks, while scrolling through his Rolodex and locating Nicole's phone number, picking up a pen off his desk, jotting down her number on a yellow sticky and handing it towards Marjorie. Thanks, Sam. Well, I'm helping to form a community group that will encourage and train young women to be future leaders within the community. Sam frowns while looking towards Marjorie. Where's all this coming from, Marjorie? I don't ever remember you being involved in community projects concerning young people, he questions, forcing Marjorie to briefly look down towards the floor, then back towards him and sigh. (sighs) Sam... Let's just say this old lady has finally seen the light. Spending all those years with all the movers and shakers caused me to neglect Macy, which I'm now being cursed for. Sam briefly shakes his head. I think you're being too hard on yourself, Marjorie. Marjorie slightly raises her hands up. Then how do you explain all this, she begs. Yeah, but then how do you explain Jennifer's leukemia and Samantha's ordeal, he replies. They survived, and Herbert was a direct result of both of them surviving. An awkward moment of silence fills Sam's office. 
and Marjorie momentarily looks down at the floor, then back towards him before she finally takes a deep breath. <sighs> I guess you're right, Sam, she admits, causing Sam to smile. Of course I'm right. Everything's going to be okay, Marjorie. Trust me. Marjorie stands up and picks up her purse, prompting Sam to stand up and come from behind his desk. Thank you so much, Sam. I want to say a few words to Donna before I leave. Marjorie exits Sam's office, followed by Sam, then walks into Donna's office, which prompts Donna to stand up. Marjorie walks over and gives Donna a hug and a kiss on the cheek. With her eyes tearing up, she grasps both of Donna's hands. Donna, I am so sorry for the way I've treated you all these years. I know you think I'm the biggest ass ever. Please accept my deepest apology. As Marjorie finishes wiping the corners of her eyes, Max walks up behind Marjorie and rubs his body up against her lower legs and begins meowing again. Well, Max accepts your apology, Donna quips, causing everyone to briefly chuckle. Marjorie bends over and momentarily pets Max. Why, thank you, Max. As Marjorie walks towards the office door, Max closely follows, allowing Donna to come from behind her desk. I accept your apology, Marjorie. Thank you, Donna, and you have a very pleasant day. Marjorie bends over and briefly pets Max again. And you take care, Max, she says, before Sam takes his arm and hooks it around Marjorie's arm. Here, I'll walk you to your car, he says. After Sam and Marjorie exit Donna's office, Donna finishes watching them exit the building from her office doorway, just as her desk phone begins ringing, causing her to walk over and answer. Sam Aquino's Private Investigative Services, this is Donna speaking. May I help you? Oh, yes, sir. I'll tell him as soon as he gets back. Yes, he should be back any minute. No problem. Bye. Donna hangs up the phone, jots down a message, then walks back around her desk, sits down, and continues working. As Sam and Marjorie arrive at her vehicle, Marjorie unlocks her car so Sam can open the driver's door, allowing her to enter. After Marjorie places her purse on the passenger seat and starts her vehicle, she rolls down the window. Sam closes the door, then places both hands on the driver's door body. Like I said, Marjorie, don't take this situation with Herbert too seriously. I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation. I'll keep you posted, okay? Okay, Sam. Sam pats his hand on the door body with assurance before Marjorie backs up. He then watches her vehicle drive to the end of the block, make a right turn and disappear before walking back up the stairs towards Sweet B of the building. As Sam walks past Donna's office, Donna calls out stopping him. Sam, I have a message for you. As he enters her office, she hands him the message. As Sam starts to exit her office, Donna's mouth drops open. Hey! she says, forcing Sam to stop and turn around. What was that all about? She obviously asks, causing Sam to smirk. Donna, don't ask, he counters. I heard some of it. What's going on, Sam, she inquires, as Sam continues smirking. Donna, just leave it alone. 
he sarcastically says, forcing Donna to become more anxious. Come on, Sam, tell me, she pleads. Sam glances at his watch, then back towards Donna. Don't you have a lunch date with Sandra? I'll hold down the office while you're gone. Go to lunch, Donna. There's a standoff of sorts as they both momentarily stare at each other. Without saying another word, Donna promptly arranges the paperwork on her desk in neat stacks, picks up her purse, then walks past Sam and exits her office. To learn more about Sam Aquino and the many other characters involved in these mysterious, intriguing, suspenseful, and coincidental fiction stories, purchase a copy of Private Investigations, Book 1 and Book 2, in one volume by visiting Doran's Publishing, available both in softcover and ebook formats, also available at Amazon Books and Barnes & Noble.